that wasn't good, was it? <laughs> I heard it. It was fine. Okay. <laughs> I thought it would make more of a ting noise. Uh, oh, fuck. Well, here we are, Megan. <laughs> okay, I got it. Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, a.k.a. MFKS Radio on the Airwaves Dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are feeling retrospective. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. I think I do so bad on the opening because I feel so much pressure to make a funny noise. And then that just like... <laughs> what was the noise that you made today? Well, I have a glass full of water and a pen. Oh, okay. But I think the glass is too full, so it didn't make <laughs> There wasn't enough of an echo? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. The good news... It was very loud on my side. The good news is we can only go up from here. Can we? <laughs> I mean, we could stay the same. I don't know if we can go down from here. Season two, season two. <laughs> the audacity of a hundred episode season. Like, come on now. We're not a fucking yeah. soap opera. Oh, for sure. Well, we are because I already have amnesia, so it's all good. <laughs> but no one's trying to murder you or kidnap you Haven't yet. They? So. <laughs> well, not that I know of. I mean, shit. Did you get that package I sent you? No, I'm kidding. Oh my god, what? <laughs> Don't put that fear in my regular life. Um Okay, we got things to talk about. Yeah, what are we what are we what are we doing here? What are <laughs> we that's a great question. What are we doing here? Um okay, so actually can we go back and talk Star Wars spoilers for like three minutes? Oh my god. Only no, it was only because of that text that I sent you where I found the thing about the Harry Potter. Um mm. so I uh, I went out last night, I went over to a friend's house and we hung out and they had both seen uh, Star Wars and we were kind of talking and I mentioned that I we had, we had had this conversation about how the story was kind of, it was basically just Harry Potter's story uh, and they were both like, oh, yeah, yeah, true. Um, and how we, then we kind of got talking about how like as much as we'd like to think that there's like original stories and whatever left, there's no new stories. No, and then, like, to, I don't know, Star, Star Wars's credit, like, the Harry Potter story itself is a hero's archetype, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like that's super original, but it just felt like too paralleled, mm-hmm. especially when the Harry Potter is still so, you know, even a movie hasn't come out in, what, ten years? It's still super, super prevalent in yeah. pop culture, so... Yeah, that's true. It just felt really bizarre. My brother-in-law, who's a huge Star Wars fan, went and saw it on Boxing Day. And when we finally saw him, he was just like... (laughs) It was Harry Potter. It was Lord of the Rings. I can't believe they did what they did. They undid all the storylines for fans. Like, he just had, like, our exact same Mm -hmm. opinions. And I didn't expect that from him because I think he's a bit of an apologist. Oh, okay. But But even yeah. this was too far it was a bridge too far for him to recover. Yeah, bridge too far. We did both talk about how we loved it, how Leia was just like, Well, time to die now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go lay down and die. <laughs> and if if I could choose a way to go, that would be it. Just vanish into a cloud of smoke. Um it's what I find really funny about it, like there's a lot of uh there's a lot of like online discussion about it like instagram is just a mine of great things it's an absolute fucking gold mine um and i just find like all the memes really funny Mm -hmm. the one that i like the best though is where uh thanos snapped and they died (laughs) i mean okay (laughs) yeah why don't you just connect all the universes together and then when does the rock show up is my next question then if we're gonna connect all the universes (laughs) the rock needs to be there somewhere yeah, that's just that's just really upsetting to me, just that thought. <laughs> Can he play like an anthropomorphic rock? Sure. Okay, great. Would he do it? Probably. Would he be the most charming anthropomorphic rock in history? Yes. To some. To some. <laughs> um 
that's all. That's all. I was just. I just thought it was funny that like you know I that wasn't the only. The, the it wasn't just us that came up and I saw it online and I was like we were kind of chatting about it and yeah the, that's kind of a common sort of thought. I think it's because somehow this film fit a um, I would say like literary ideal similar to another Adam Driver movie Black Klansman where it's all text no subtext like. <laughs> Everything is just slapped in your face the whole time. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Which, for Black Klansman, excellent film. Oh, worked very well. This one? No. One of my coworkers said that it was a 0 out of 10 as a Star Wars movie, but like a 4 out of 10 as a movie. And I was like, okay. Okay, Roger Ebert, you need to calm down. (laughs) No, that's the opposite of what it should be. Because most Star Wars films are bad, mm-hmm. so this should be a four. But compared to other films, which are very good, yeah. it should be a zero. <laughs> <laughs> you got it backwards, my dude. Hot take. Hot take. Kelsey's hot take for the year. <laughs> All Star Wars movies are bad. They are. I'm sorry. Except for Rogue One. And that's coming from a Star Trek fan whose films are just, like, absolutely (laughs) on fire out of the anus garbage. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Did I catch you (laughs) mid-slurp? Yeah, I'm good now. That was almost a catastrophe. There was going to be coffee everywhere. (laughs) Caught myself. All good. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just funny that you said out of the anus when we spent so much time talking about like the last Jedi and the water anus. But anyway, um... oh yeah, okay. <laughs> well, there's water anuses. There's fire anuses. <laughs> Are there earth anuses? Oh, aren't volcanoes just earth fire anuses? <laughs> they are. They are. Are there air anuses? Uh, that's a good question. Like, well, Is kind of like, y- like, well, maybe like geysers before they actually erupt. I was going to say, like, Yellowstone there you go. Done. <laughs> National Park is full of them. <laughs> I thought we couldn't go any any lower than where we started this episode, but here we are. Just chuck a block <laughs> full of anuses. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's our last episode of uh, 2019. And maybe the first episode of 2020. Well, yeah, because uh, today is the 29th, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that means, okay, well, we'll decide when we're going to post this. It'll be sometime this week that we will post this. Um, And we decided to do like a sort of year in review, and then we realized we did a dumb thing and should have done a decade in review. Yeah, but like five minutes before. I <laughs> yeah, was like, but wait a we minute. weren't that smart. So here we are. No. Here we are. We're going to do, uh, we have like kind of five-ish categories. Uh-huh. We have books, we have movies, we have music, we have sports, and we have like a user's choice. And so I don't quite know what my user's choice things are going to be. We'll see what happens. Um, I feel like user's choice are just like tip of the hat to... Yeah. Oh, did we see TV on our thing too? Yeah. Oh, then I should probably write down a list. It's okay. Carry on. I I have a feeling your list is going to be the same or extremely similar to mine. It's so. going to be all Brooklyn Nine Nine episodes, actually. I just uh, and one Office episode for good measure. <laughs> did you do like a top five or like did you just? I tried to go for like yeah, I tried to go for five. Okay, I'm gonna have to do some calling now. Well, you can have as many as you want. It doesn't matter. I have like nineteen well, books I have, on like... my list, so it's okay. Yeah, I have seven movies, six books, six TV shows, three sports things, one, two, three, four, five, user's choice, and then amazing facts for 2019 <laughs> that I found. Awesome. Okay. So, do we want to start? Where do we want to start? Uh, Let's start with it. our sports things on our non-sports sports podcast. Okay. Um, I only have three really, that really, like sat in my brain, but I will let you go first. I said U.S. women's soccer kicking ass. Okay. But that was this year, right? Yep. With their whole, like, I'm gonna sue for uh-huh. um, gender equality and then they go on and just, like, fucking win it all. Like, that was the most badass, like, put your money where your mouth is, literally, and get it done. 
and I thought it was audacious in the best way, and I'm a big fan. Yeah, audacious in a way that we don't, but like, oh, the audacity. No, it's like, oh, the audacity. Yeah. It's a different tone, Very much. and I love it. That's one. Okay. Um, do you want me to do all of mine? Sure. Uh, the Raptors winning the championship was cool. Uh, Bianca winning the U.S. Open was cool. And then I found when I was searching for things that happened this year. <laughs> <laughs> was that your actual Google search? Yep. Cool. Uh, Simone Biles became the most decorated gymnast in history as she won a record 25th medal. She's unreal. She's on 25 medals. That's unbelievable. And she's like, what, That's 20? Crazy. Like, she's, it's crazy. And she's just like a teeny tiny kick-ass mm-hmm. gymnast, and that's phenomenal and good for her. Like, she could crush you with her cats. <laughs> oh, what a way to go. There's no, right? Like, there's no question in my mind that she could just, <laughs> like, absolutely slay with her cats. But, like, yeah. And she's like four foot ten, if that. Yeah. If that. Okay, so as you were talking, I had uh, two more ideas. Because um, I... I'm not, like, obviously, basketball is, like, not my jam, um, mm-hmm. but I very much loved, uh, and I didn't actually care that the Raptors won, like, at all, because um, I don't like the whole Canada's team narrative, and it bothers me a lot, mm-hmm. so I wasn't really super invested. However, I would say that, like, Kawhi's buzzer beater over Embiid oh. is, like, one of my fucking favorite sports things ever. Like, just everything about that. And like I remember watching it, and Chris and I were just fucking screaming. We couldn't believe it. And Apollo like thought the house was fucking exploding. <laughs> Poor dog. He was terrified out of his goddamn mind. We're like, no, it's okay, it's okay. <sighs> yeah, no, I was just watching it, and just like how quiet it was there, and like, and then when it like it was just everything about that was amazing, mm-hmm. uh, and all of the photos that came out of it. In his, like, redemption story of being, like, not a team player and difficult to work with just because yeah. he doesn't have, like, a bombastic personality. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought that, that was, was really a, cool. Yeah. Um, I was also, like, yeah, the U.S. women's national team, like, I'm not a, I would always want, like, the Canadian women's team to win everything in the soccer, but, like, this year, for whatever reason, I mm-hmm. didn't hate the U.S. women's national team as much as I usually do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it has to do with Abby Wambach not being on the team. Yeah, I understand. And Hope that Solo, for sure. I think like having them not part of it, I think has changed my perception of the team. Um, and like, mm-hmm. but like watching Megan Rapinoe like do her thing and just like unapologetically doing it was amazing. Yeah. Um, Bianca went in the U.S. That was incredible. Like that was just absolutely incredible. Uh, and my other two favorite sports things: uh, the Astros losing the World Series because fuck the Astros <laughs> forever. Um, they're fucking. Why cheating. do we hate the Astros so much? Because they cheat. Like, well, so there was a, it was one of their, like, former pitchers who won with them in 2017, so it's not like he was all bitter about, like, you know, them losing or whatever. Basically came on and said in an interview that, like, here's how we used to, at home, how we used to, like, get batting signals. uh, And how we'd steal signs from the other team. Really? Yeah, so they had, like, a camera set up in center field, and it was, like, straight trained on the catcher, so they could see the sign. And then there was uh, somebody like beating then they would like relay that to someone in the hallway behind their dugout and that there was someone in the hallway like beating on a garbage can with like a bat and it would like make the, like like one of the, those big plastic rubbermaid garbage yeah. cans and it just makes a really loud sound and so you can and there's like there's footage from like regular season games against the white Sox where like that was a thing that happened Okay. Yeah, so fuck them. Uh, and the other thing that I really loved was the Carolina Hurricanes being the bunch of jerks, because that was amazing. It just, oh my god, that was this year? That was year? this year. It just made so many people so angry, and I loved every minute of it. Oh, can we add the takedown of Don Cherry to this list, please? Absolutely. Yeah. When I was at my father-in-law's... Oh, I said takeout, not takedown on the list. <laughs> When I was at my father-in-law's house on December, or on Boxing Day, there was this, like, uh, sort of, they're watching, I don't know, it was the National or something, whatever the CTV version of that is, and they had clips from, like, 30 years ago, 15 years ago, of him saying, like, absolutely horrendous things mm-hmm. on TV, and just, like, that went fine. 
was just like, oh, I hate this fucking guy. Thank was that God. the video where he was talking about, like, how he was, he had been approached by, like, the conservatives and the liberals? To, like... No, it was, like, on, um... No, it was clips, like, from... Oh, from Hawking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because there was another video that I saw of him, like, when he had said that he had been approached, like, this is from, like, 30 years ago, by both the Conservatives and the Liberals to run in Parliament, and he was talking about, he was, like, Canada first, Canada, Ugh. whatever, like, just, ugh. What was it, the phrase that Harper used? Like, first? Do you remember that phrase? I do. Uh, I can't. It was like legacy Canadians or some bullshit. Something like that. like that, yeah. Like yeah, like legacy like legacy admissions into uh Ivy League. Universities, yeah. 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 Yeah, it was something it was something along those lines. I can't remember. Um Yeah. Not good. Not Not great. Good. But add it to a good thing from this year, because guess who has a smaller platform for his xenophobic bullshit? Uh, Don Cherry. Maybe a he'll, white man. Maybe he'll die soon. <laughs> Just a white man in general. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My right. sister-in-law, who like never watches sports whatsoever, was watching all these clips of him, and she's like, "You know how high his suits are on his collar?" Yeah. She <laughs> leaned over to me and was like. Where is his neck? <laughs> I thought that was so funny. It's like, well, it's hiding because it looks like a vagina because he's a million years old. <laughs> it's a good thing. I was just about to take a drink and I chose not to and I'm glad I made that choice. You can't fucking do it when I'm around, Megan. Nope. Who knows? Apparently not. See, at least if you're here in the same, in the same room, I can tell that you're going to say something that's going to make me laugh so I can just like not. But. Yeah, body language is important. It's true. Okay, moving on from sports, where do we want to go next? Um, TV. Sure, go ahead. Uh, The Crown, of course. Did we talk about The Crown? Maybe? No, because I haven't. Watched? I've only watched like two episodes of it. I haven't. It's part of my oh. plan for this week, maybe. God. Okay. okay, well, we're gonna have to do a whole episode about that because holy fuck. Okay. Um, Stranger Things, of course. Outlander, of course. Mindhunter Season 2 was excellent. Uh, Glow, the latest Season 3, was excellent. And I put The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on this list, even though I haven't watched Season 3 yet. It's still in my to-do on Amazon Prime, but considering how fantastic that show is, I've just put it in my best of the year regardless. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, so mine is very similar. I have literally watched two episodes of The Crown. I was like, well, this is very good. I just do not have time to binge this right now. So I stopped. Um, yeah, Outlander was great. Stranger Things is good. Uh, I really like Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I finally caught up. Um, and that's all I have. Did you do I season two? Yeah. Is it any good? It's not bad. It's fine. Yeah. I was just like... I wasn't too wild about, like, the last episode. It felt just, like, super imperialistic last time in season one. Like, in a white savior kind of way. Yeah. But maybe I'll have to give season two a try. I also watched most of Watchmen. I I didn't finish it because I didn't have time. But what I watched, I really liked. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, I, I mean, I really liked the graphic novel. And I quite liked the movie now that I'm not weirded out by it anymore. Because uh, when mm-hmm. I first saw it, I was very uncomfortable with it, um, and it was just a different take the on things. The blue dong in your face. Yeah, but you just get used to it. Whatever. Don't we all? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the blue dong is just like a symbol for the patriarchy. It's just there <laughs> all the time. You cannot get away from it until it fucking goes to Mars, and then you can get away from it. But then, while it goes to Mars, it also tries to take you along for the ride, and, and you end up suffocating. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect analogy. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, so those are my TV. Those are my TV bits. I was like, oh, did I was trying to remember if The Last Kingdom was this year or last year, but it was late last year. It was last year. Is there any news on, like, when the next season is happening? Uh, like, springtime-ish would be my guess. What season is it going to be for? For. What season? Because it was here? renewed, like, late last, late last year. Um, ba, ba, ba. we're expecting it to arrive early 2020. Hmm. 
season three recap. Don't care about that. Don't care about that. Yeah. I, I just know it got renewed, like, right before the new year. Yeah, it looks like they were shooting in September, so. Okay. Uh, filming ended October 2019. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Should be, should be soon, then. Looking forward to it. Me as Extremely. well. Extremely. Will I rewatch oh the other three seasons in order to get there? Yes. Yeah, just to watch that sniveling little bastard die again. Do I already know what's going to happen because I've read the books? Yes. Do I care? No. It's, like, the best part. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good show. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, we just finished our TV lists. Okay. Um, now where would we like to travel to? Let's do books last, because I think that's what we're going to talk about the most. Probably. So, let me hear your movie list. Um, okay. So, it took me a while to remember what movies were released in 2019. Um, which is funny, because I watched, like, eight movies this summer in, like, over, like, four weeks. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like I didn't see movies, but somehow, time got away from me, and uh, those feel like they happened 19 years ago. Absolutely. So, in no particular order i have seven and i don't know which one i like the best i'd have to like think about it for a while Mm -hmm. but i have john wick three which i thought was just like deliciously violent Mm -hmm. um the report on amazon once upon a time in hollywood marriage story spider-man far from home uh hobbs and shaw and I liked Star Wars enough to put it on my list. We don't have a single overlapping movie. Look at us go. Wow. I'm surprised that Far From Home made it to the list. I really enjoyed it. It was just, like, fun. And I also can't remember any movies that I watched before July, so here we are. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> no Endgame on the list. You know what? On second, no, I liked Infinity War a lot better. Yeah, same. So, no. I still can't bring myself to watch Infinity War, <laughs> but <laughs> I remember liking it much more. Yeah. Um, I have Knives Out. I still haven't seen that. Captain Marvel. Always Be My Baby. The King. Rocket Man. And Us. Rocket Man is such a fucking good movie. Oh, Taron Egerton did such a good job. I hope he gets like. Oh no! Major I'm an asshole. I forgot two other movies that just like hit two that I saw in July that like just hit my brain. Booksmart fucking kicked my ass. It was so great, and The Dead mm. Don't Die was hilarious. Oh yeah, I remember you talking about this. Yeah, Booksmart. Like, and as soon as, I don't know what what of you, what you just said like reminded me, but yes, those two will go on my list. I'll take Star Wars off that list. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw still there. It was so fun. <laughs> like it was just, it was just fun. Like it wasn't great, but it was super entertaining. Mm-hmm. It was very much a puff piece. Yeah, and that, but that was what it was designed to be, and I was okay with that. Yeah, that's that's it for me. Super like want to see a lot of movies, but just didn't get around to it. Unfortunately, I know it was a very busy year. It felt like. Super, super busy. And I spent a shit ton of time reading this year and not watching things. So that's why this list was so difficult to make. Yeah. I just honestly could not remember things that I saw. Oh, no. This year has taken a decade to Mm -hmm. pass. It really has. But also, it's been very quick. At the same time. Not quick enough. (laughs) No, but it's like, it's what I feel like it's one of those where it's like, you know, all of a sudden it's December, but like, holy shit, how is it December? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's nearly January now. I know. And your girl is turning 31. I'm going to be 37. Ugh, how dare you. Ugh, gross. <laughs> I went for brunch today with people from work, and uh, one of them is 23, and one of them is 25, and they were talking about something, I can't remember how, what, anyway, it's like... Talk about what year they were born, and they were born in like 1994 and 1996, and I was just like, 
yeah, Megan, why do you sex. hang out with people this young? Because why all, do you do it to yourself? Because all the people my age at work are married with kids. Yeah, but so. Yeah, but like it's very hard to like. I know. Build really good, meaningful relationships with people who are married with children. Mm-hmm. If you weren't friends before they had children. Yeah, that's true. It's one thing when they're married and you become friends. That's one thing. But once the kids are involved, if you aren't friends before the kids come, you're not really going to ever be friends. Yeah. So It's tough. Yeah. So, like, I hang, out, right here. I hang out with the single people that I work with. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way, but it's a good strategy. They got all the time in the world for a hang. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, so there we go. I, I do have to see Knives Out. That's on my list. I also want to see Little Women also on my list. Yes, excited for that. Extremely excited, of course, for a lot of movies in 2020. Will I see them? Big old question mark. <laughs> I really want to go see 1917. Yes! It looks really interesting. My dad and I were talking about it over Christmas, and he wanted to make sure it wasn't about Americans, because if it was, he wouldn't go see it. No, it's the Brits. Yeah. It's got fucking Benjamin Cumberbatch as your main character, and we all know he cannot do an American accent. It's cough, true. Cough, Doctor Strange. It's true. Um, <laughs> it's very true that he cannot. Uh, but it's also, yeah, so it, I think that one should be interesting. I think that one will be good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we do this year in review next year, number one on my list is going to be Wonder Woman. That's just where I'm going right now. Oh, Megan, that's my wish for the year. It's just that it's good. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Can what it, is it, May? June? June. Ugh. Come How can on, it not Patty. be great? Well. Got quick five? Can't, can't no, go it's on. just DC movies don't have a great track record. It's true. It's got Chris Pine and a fanny pack, so I don't really know how it can be wrong. And the whole aesthetic of 1984. Mm-hmm. Oh, if he has big hair with hairspray in it, Megan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Perfect. This could be great. All right. Let's hear your book list. Um, book list. Okay, so it took me a while to like remember the things that I've read. Also, um, but then I just looked on my table here and I found some books. And I was like, oh yeah, I like that one. Um, I read a lot more nonfiction this year than I usually do, mm. which is good. I find it easier when I'm busy to read nonfiction. Because I'm not, like, I don't have to get into the story and into the characters the same way. Mm-hmm. So my brain doesn't have to work quite so hard. Um, I read um, a whole bunch. I read two by Adam Schultz, which I really liked. They were about, uh, like, uh, traveling across Canada's north and things like that. He's uh, kind of like a, he's sort of a travel writer. Uh, very good stuff. Um, but I read Original Highways by Roy McGregor about, like, basi- about the river system in Canada and how that used to be, like, the main method of transportation um and where what that takes you with where that takes you and what what you can discover along those some of those old pathways which i thought was really interesting Mm -hmm. um i read playing through the whistle by um sl price um about um the sort of the the surprise i guess surprising success of high school football in a town called aliquippa pennsylvania where Mm -hmm. there's like nothing and the mines have shut down and but it's like a football factory, and has right. produced, people like, need yeah. something to keep them alive. Yeah, and it's produced a bunch of like NFL talents and really good college players and whatever from this this like very unlikely source. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a memoir called "Once More We Saw Stars" by Jason Green, uh, and it was about the aftermath of the death of his two year old daughter. Oh, no. Um, and I originally read an excerpt. I can't remember if it was published in The New Yorker or in, in The Atlantic. Uh, I think it might have been The New Yorker. And anyway, he... Um, this excerpt was published and basically, like, the, the daughter, she was killed by... In, like, a freak accident. She was with her grandma sitting on a bench and a brick from a patio up above was, like, knocked loose and, like came down oh, and landed right. on her I head. I remember hearing about this, yes. And, like, the excerpt just absolutely destroyed me. Mm-hmm. And that's like, when this book comes out, I need to buy it. So I did, and I read it. Uh, I read it, like, one very quiet Saturday, and I cried for hours. 
Mm-hmm. And it was like it was so so well written and so well done, and I cannot imagine the level of grief that you feel. Oh, absolutely! Like I just I just can't. And it was it was a phenomenal read, um, and I would strongly recommend it to anyone. I feel like if you have children, it might be a very tough read. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, oh well, yeah. My goodness, was it? Especially because it's just an absolute freak accident yeah like there's no preparation for it right there's no sickness there was no it wasn't even a car accident Mm -hmm. you know it was like you know something that should be no risk something that should be no risk and like you know had had she been had switched places with her grandma where it would have you know would have hit grandma instead or or had they not sat down when they had if they'd have been five minutes late like all of these things right just all of those yeah it was an incredible incredible work um and then the two best books that I, like, fiction that I read this year, um, I read The Dry by Jane Harper, which was really, really good. Dry or Drive? The Dry. The Dry. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's set in Australia. She's written three books, one called The Lost Man, one called Force of Nature, and one called The Dry, and I think The Dry is my favorite. I read them all this year. Um, and, yeah, they're set in Australia, and it's basically about, um you know, somebody in, in each of the three books, someone has turned up dead. Uh, mm. And it's essentially trying to figure out how and why. And oh, it's a whodunit in Australia? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> and like... Ooh, I'm gonna put this on my library app right now. <laughs> so it's really good. The Lost Man is really good and it's set like in the outback. And so mm. one of the... And so like the challenges of the weather and like the desert. Um, There. But yeah. It was really, really well done. And then I also read The Overstore by Richard Powers, which... I know I've talked about, um, that might be the best book that I've read all year. That isn't oh, a reread. Shit. It was so good. It just absolutely blew my mind. It was about trees and I don't know how else to explain it. Oh yes. Right. I remember yeah. this. It was really, really, really well done. Wow. I'm surprised that there wasn't like a, some sort of, um, uh... Ellen Hildebrand. <laughs> well, they're not great. I've read like three of her books this year. Like, don't get me wrong, but in terms of books that it will stick with me, yeah, true, definitely these. That's fair. Um, in similar, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not proud of this. <laughs> Would you like to guess how many books I completed this year? I went through my library app and then remembered I read some on my Kindle, so I have them actually accounted for this year. Um, 97. No, extremely close. I don't know. I, and I want to be clear, this was a scientific count, Megan. Okay. I completed 69 books this year. Proud of you. On top of that, I started and then returned because I didn't like them. Eighteen books for a total of eighty-seven. Wow. And I would say twenty-five of those were Lee Childs and Janet Ivanovich's, <laughs> <laughs> and just throw away pure pleasure reads. Yeah. Um, but I have some super good ones that really stuck with me too. Um. Did you finish Silent Patient, by the way? Not yet. Oh, man. Can't wait, because I extremely want to talk to you about that book. It's fucking bonkers, bonkers. I'll finish it this um, week. We can talk about it next week. Okay. Um, so these are the ones that really stuck with me and weren't just books that I consumed in three hours and then threw away and then went on to the next one. Um, Washington Black was extremely good. Okay. Um, the Immortalists by Chloe Benjamin. Did I talk to you about that book? I don't think so. It's about four siblings uh, in the 70s who go and see a... Essentially, she's like the neighborhood witch or whatever, but she proclaims to be like a medium and a psychic. And she sees each child at a time and they go there like on a dare because they thought it would be something to do. And... um like something to brag about to the kids or whatever 
in their neighborhood and the woman tells each of the children the day that they're going to die. Oh. And so they grow up with this knowledge and each of the book is in four sections um, based on each of the kids as they grow up and then they eventually die. And it's like really, really interesting because you have like someone who dies of AIDS and the AIDS crisis, other people who commit suicide like people who die of illness and it's a really interesting book about like if you're given that date what do you do because one of them is given a date that's like in 20 years and he's like well fuck it I'm just gonna go do whatever the fuck I want because I'm gonna die young and it's like okay what an interesting conversation about is it because of that choices you made because you were given that date or is it just fate? Is it destiny kind of thing? Right. Um, so that's a really good book. I actually put The Silent Patient on my list by Alex Michalides because it's just like one of the most bonkers thrillers, I think, of the year and that I've read in a long time. Uh, also, Homegoing by Yagiyasi. Did I tell you about that one? I've read it. Okay, you've read it. That one was yeah. like super transformative. And awesome. And Molokai by Ellen Brennert, which I talked about extensively on this podcast in the spring, I think. And then yeah. The Birth House by Amy McKay, which just like fucking destroyed me. I didn't like that one. I really like her writing. And I read a few of them, but that was the one that I. I remember like being upset afterwards it's one of those ones that you start at 10 p.m and at 2 a.m you're just like well fuck <laughs> yeah finish this book it was really sad so now what do i do um yeah those are my those are my top ones awesome 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 do we have anything i'm else? so excited for user's choice okay i want to hear yours these are my just like thoughts for the year okay the impeachment vote was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Brexit, always hilarious. This is like what I actually wrote in my Word document. Yeah. Uh, I got to see Hamilton this year. All right. That was excellent. Because it's just been like playing every second of every day. Harry Styles' new album, Fine Line. <laughs> Super good. <laughs> Love it. And then I put just Greta, because she's just kicking ass and taking names. She really is. And like, like, who else can go to Congress and say, you're not doing enough? Mm-hmm. And just say it and, like, mean it and be mostly taken seriously. And just say it with, like, the best look of disdain on her face. How dare you? You're not doing enough. So Love it. Okay, so here's the, here's my, here's, here's what I was thinking about. I was thinking originally, because I had heard, like, a bunch of great dumb sports quotes, but I, I gave up looking for all the good ones. Um, but I, uh, one of the things that, one of the things that I was thinking about in terms of, like, um, sort of things that I'll, I will remember from this year, I think Mm -hmm. will be... Number one will be the sheer number of times that I saw something online that made me use that fucking Nathan Fillion gif from Castle. Where yeah. he's just confused. I, I would have to the go back and look. The speechless one? Yeah, but I think I probably used that 195 times. Yeah, it's been... It's been a year of legitimate outrage. Yes, and just like... I'd say 2018 was like fake outrage. 2019 was real outrage. Yeah. Um, so there's that, just the sheer number of times that I've felt like that is the only thing that I have to express my, um, express my bemusement at something. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the best representation. Um, I would also think that, uh, the sheer number of times that I have read something, uh, whether it's on, like, from the news or seen something on the news or whatever about the provincial government in Alberta... And I haven't just combusted. Mm-hmm. Has like I've shown exceptional restraint. I think that's a very important thing um, for this year because that's the thing you're most proud of this year. I'm actually pretty proud of it. Your restraint. I uh, yeah yeah. Uh, I'm 
still proud that I'm still blocked by David Staples on both of his Twitter accounts. Um, super jazzed about that. I think that's great. Just means that I hit him where it hurt somehow by never actually speaking to him. Um, and it's a good reminder of the fragility of the white man. Um, oh, Dan Paperclip. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot the password to that Twitter account, so here we are. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot it was a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. If anyone wanted to know, it was me. Um, <laughs> um, oh, 2017, we hardly knew you. Right? Like, oh, was that that was like, yeah, I guess that was that long ago, hey? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, though, at the end of the day, I think the two sort of uh, things that are worth remembering from this year are the fact that, like, there's been some incredible art made. Mm-hmm. And incredible, like, whatever form that takes this year that sort of comes out of protest and comes out of, um... Heightened awareness. Heightened awareness and disenchantment and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a really important sort of cultural step. Um, and I also am rather impressed with, I will I will say Greta and, like, that whole true awareness, uh, from some people anyway, about what's happening to our world and that, like, we actually have to make some legitimate changes yeah in order to survive as a species mm-hmm. um and the fact that it came from like the greatest high school kid in the world oh absolutely she's absolutely unbelievable she's such a hard ass and i love it yeah and just like she... takes no shit absolutely not and like people were like oh my god what's her carbon footprint with all this travel and then she's like i'm gonna sail emissions free across the atlantic ocean and i'm like oh (laughs) but she's just a teenager it's like Uh go fuck yourself yeah yeah it's true it's true here's other amazing facts for 2019 let's hear it i would love to hear these can i take a drink before you say them they're not gonna be funny okay (laughs) just a heads up um, the first all-female spacewalk. That was awesome. I about that. Here's one that's just, like, I really liked it. Study puts price on value of thoughts and prayers. The average Christian willing to pay $4 for a prayer, but the average enthu- atheists would pay $3 not to receive one. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Which is so great. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Guantanamo Bay is the world's most expensive prison. $13 million per prisoner, according by according to a Times investigation. Oh, Can you boy. imagine? Isn't there, like, I don't know, 17 people there? Oh, like, boy. rough stuff. This one just, like, really s- surprised and scared me. North America has lost 3 billion birds since 1970. Oh, that doesn't seem good. No. And it says 3 billion birds, and then in parentheses, 29%. What does that 29% mean? Mm-hmm. Does that mean of total all-time birds? Or, <laughs> like, that seems like a huge percentage, but also a lot. I don't know what to make of that. Um, and I just really love headlines about cricket, because they make no fucking sense. Okay. And here's one from October 2nd. Australian women's cricket wicketkeeper wicket Alyssa Healy smashes T20I world record 148 not out off 61 balls against Sri Lanka and Sydney, her century from Australian record 46 <laughs> balls. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's like it was written by an alien trying to understand human English grammar. Yeah, yeah it's been run through Google Translate at least 17 times. Yeah. Oh, and just a fun fact, the Brexit referendum took place on <laughs> June 23rd, 2016. <laughs> and they still haven't decided what to do. No. Oh, boy. And it's been, what, three prime ministers? Yep. Yep. Oh, what a mess. Yep. What a mess. <sighs> well, that's all I got, Megan. That is all <laughs> I have, too. It's our shortest Although, episode of all time. it is, but I have... Okay, I found a quiz for you. Oh, no. And would you like to hear the... Would you like to hear the the title? Yeah, sock it to me. 
Only super fans of Harry Potter will make it past level 30 on this never-ending knowledge quiz. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, but I have to get through the first three first because it's just pictures of people and it's, um... Oh. Yeah. Just give me one sec. I'm yeah. assuming you know who the people are? I do know who the people okay. are. It was literally, <laughs> like... Uh, Harry, Hermione, and Ron? Yes. I was like, what are their names? <laughs> Those guys. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. What is Mrs. Weasley's first name? Molly. Yes. I had a brain fart because we went for a walk with a dog named Molly today. What kind of creature is Buckbeak? Hippogriff. Um, can you can you just hear how slow my brain is moving today? Yes. Um, H Y P P O. No, it's H I P P O. Oh, okay. But you were correct. Um, who is what? Well, what kind of creature? I guess is yeah. What kind of creature is Dobby? He's a house elf. Okay. Um. What kinds of creatures work in Gringotts Bank? Oh, um, goblins. Yes. Do you have to type them in or choose them? No, it's choosing them. Okay. Oh, you're just not giving me the choices. I'm not giving you the choices. I see. Because they're all picture ones. Oh, I see. Some do my very best. Okay. Um, what is, uh, the name of the owl? Harry's owl? Yeah. Hedwig. Yes. See, I know these. Um, I don't know who the fuck that guy is, and I can't take... Oh, no, yes, I do, because he's none of the people there. Um, how is Sirius Black connected to Harry Potter? It's his godfather. Um, uh, who's the other student that the prophecy could have been about? Neville Longbottom. Who is uh, Harry's nemesis in his first years at Hogwarts. Draco Malfoy. Mm-hmm. Who is best I, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know how to ask this question. Who's like literally the only black kid at Hogwarts? <laughs> Dean Thomas. <laughs> it's just so funny. There's another one, Lee Jordan, and there's Angelina Johnson, Megan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how many students at Hogwarts? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's <laughs> like they go to old school now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> or Skona. Uh, <laughs> what is Luna's last name? Love Good. Um. Who? Oh, I can't. I'm trying to. I don't want to be like super racist again. But who is like? Who is? Who is? Uh. The Asian girl that Harry had a crush on at one point in time. Cho Chang. That is her name. What a name. Who was Ron's girlfriend in the sixth book? Lavender Brown. Who's like the only Indian student at Hogwarts? Havarti Patil. Mm -hmm. Look at you go. Oh, the this next question is like, what is the what are the what's the names of the Weasley twins? Fred and George. Uh huh. Duh. Um, who is? Oh, that's, I'm trying to think now. Who is the second, I think the second oldest of the Weasley brothers? I think it's the second oldest. The second oldest? Yeah. Would be Charlie, I believe. Does, isn't it Bill, Charlie, Percy, Fred, okay, I, George, Ron, Oh, then maybe he's, he's not the, then, no, he must be the third oldest then. I thought he was Percy? the Percy? Percy, yeah. The step up, stuck up one? Yeah. What Charlie's is, not in the movies, like, at all. No, I know. What is uh, Mr. Weasley's first name? Bill. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, my God. My brain is moving so slowly. I'll get there. (laughs) Arthur. Yes. I'm gonna do that one. 
Um, which Hogwarts house has uh, like burgundy and gold as their colors? Gryffindor? Yeah. What about black and yellow? Black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> uh. <laughs> My brain went there too. <laughs> That's Hufflepuff, baby. Um, what about blue and gray? Ravenclaw. And I feel like you can guess the last one. Slytherin. Green and gray, yeah. And also the black, yes. Um, what's the name of the Dursley's son? Dudley. Uh, which character has no nose? <laughs> That's the best one I could do. Uh, okay, which is okay? Which of these questions is? Uh, which what does Professor Snape teach? Potions and then defense against the dark Ooh, arts. Ooh, good because one of the choices was po- only teaches potions, and the other one was potions, and and it says potions, comma then defense against the dark arts. Well done. Thank you. Um, what does Professor McGonagall teach? Transfiguration. Ooh, look at you go. Uh, what does Professor Lupin teach? Defense against the dark arts. What does a Professor Trelawney teach? Divination. Um, what does Professor Flitwick teach? Charms. Look at you go. Um... What does... Oh, I don't know who this is. But I guessed wrong and now I have to go back. Now I'm done. We got You got 36 questions, right? Oh my god. And you would have got more, but I didn't know the answer to this one, so I couldn't guess my way through it. And you couldn't tell me, like, who the actor was? No, I have no idea who she is. Oh. No. You know a lot more about Harry Potter than I expected that you would. Megan, I'm an expert. <laughs> there you go. I didn't, do we, are we going to do our, like, episode titles next time? Sure. Okay, because I think that'll be fun. Well, because we'll talk about Little Women and then we'll do our episode titles. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No. I'm good. Me neither. Um, today, uh, just the only thing is, just before we started, uh, the Green Bay Packers clinched, um... Well, they clinched their division title last week, but then if the Seahawks win tonight, then uh, the Packers will have the first seed at the NFC, and I'm, like, super pumped. Oh. I'm very excited. So much drama this time of year in football. There is. It's it's kind of my favorite time of year in football. It's, like, the last couple weeks of the regular season, and then the first couple weeks of the playoffs. There's just so many things happening. Would you like to do a quiz about which little women's sister best represents your soul? I saw that one earlier. Yes, let's do it. Okay. I'm in. How do you spend your free time? Creating, practicing, socializing, or helping? Creating, I think, would be the best. How much do you like attention? The Not more, the better. I don't mind it. I hate it. If it has to do with my accomplishments, I'll gladly accept it. I hate it. Okay. Do you hold grudges? <laughs> <laughs> I might do something to get back at you. Forgive and forget is my motto. No one has ever done something to me for which I need to hold a grudge or yes, comma, forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the Dallas Stars never won the Stanley Cup in 1999, so yes. <laughs> yes, forever. <laughs> How far would you travel? Well, this one's weird. Within the state, I'd rather not. Internationally or nationally? I'd like to go everywhere except probably to Italy. Okay, well, let's say internationally. Yeah. Describe, or choose one word to describe yourself. Reliable, kind, hardworking, or honest. Oh, so many of those. I don't know. These are, I think you're extremely hardworking. Okay. So I'm going to put that. Okay. Which artistic ability would you most like to have? Paint, act, music, write. Write? I think we can guess who you're going to be. Am I going to be Joe? I think so. What type of partner would you be most attracted to? Caring and patient, intelligent and helpful, kind and dependable, funny and charismatic. Oh, there's no none of the above. 
Um, there should be, there ideally. Really be. <laughs> uh, sorry, can you read those again? I was waiting for you to say none, and so now I'm all, <laughs> I'm all discombobulated. <laughs> Caring and patient. So you'd be attracted to people with none of those? <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, I just don't want a partner. But anyway, carry on. Oh, I see. Well, it's a hypothetical. Okay. Uh, caring and patient, intelligent and helpful, kind and dependable, funny and charismatic. Like, are, does that mean that if they're, like, kind and dependable, they're also not smart? Because that's a real problem for me. Not necessarily. It's just, like, what What do you think the most attractive qualities are? Uh, I think kind and dependable. Okay. What is your style? I don't have a style. Feminine, classic and put together, or minimalistic? Let's go with that. How do you take criticism? <laughs> do not critique me. <laughs> I'll hear you out, but I won't apply it. I take it well on the outside, but not on the inside. Or you take it well. I take it well on the outside, but not on the inside. What would you rather have? Accomplishments, money, status, or praise? Accomplishments. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Just like Joe, you're a go-getter. You have goals and dreams to accomplish, and no one can get in the way of that except maybe your loved ones, because they always come first. <laughs> I was going to say, except maybe yourself, because you are, you are literally your own worst enemy. I know, poor Joe. <laughs> oh, oh, so dear. excited to see Sersha's beautiful face be her, though. I really, oh, you know what's really funny? I was thinking about Emma Watson being in this, because I remember the 1994 Little Women, uh, and, like, who's the oldest? What's the oldest one? No, Meg? Yeah, Meg is the oldest yeah, sister, Meg's right? Yeah, Meg's the oldest. And, like, that actress, whoever, I, she was, like, so old to me. <laughs> and now, oh, like. really? Well, yeah, because I was, like, what, 11 when that came out? Um, and now, like, Emma Watson is that, which I just think is unbelievable somehow. Let's see, 1994 cast, Trini Alvarado. Oh. She was in this and The Frighteners, and that's about it, apparently. Okay, let's do this one for you. How do you spend your free time? Creating, practicing, socializing, or helping? Helping. Uh, how much do you like attention? None. <laughs> like, at all? At all. Do you hold grudges? Yes, forever. <laughs> <laughs> how far would you travel internationally? That's a dumb question. Uh, choose one word to describe yourself. Reliable, kind, hardworking, and honest. I think Honest. Oh, what the heck? I don't know what just happened there. Okay. What artistic ability would you most like to have? Write, music, act, or paint? Music. Okay. What type of partner would you mo be most attracted to? Caring and patient, intelligent and helpful, kind and dependable, or funny and charismatic? Funny and charismatic. What is your style? I don't have one. Girly and feminine, classic and put together, or minimalistic and simple? I don't have one. How do you take criticism? I not. Take it well. <laughs> not at all. Do not critique me. Yeah. Okay. Don't. Just, don't just do don't. it. <laughs> uh, what would you rather have? Accomplishments, money, status, or praise? Praise. <laughs> you don't want just attention, some. but you want praise? Just some. <laughs> Whatever, Joe. It's you're, you're the same thing. I'm Joe, too? But it says, oh, this is interesting. Well, no, I guess, no, you just didn't read the last part. You may have your head in the clouds, but you have your feet on the ground. Your morals and beliefs will never be compromised. I think that's fair Yeah, that's fair, yeah. I'm trying to find that Harry Potter quiz so that I can do it myself <laughs> to see if I'm an expert. It's in the never-ending quizzes. Where's that? I don't know. That's where I found it. In the never-ending quizzes. Quizzes. Trivia? Mm, mm, I don't know. I just might Google Harry Potter. Anyway, that's um, beside the point. Okay, so we're going to record another episode, like, next weekend, I think, is our plan. Yes. We get going for 2020. Yikes. Oh my god, Megan. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is huge. Sorry. What? Babu Frick and Moaning Myrtle were played by the same actor. What a legend. 
<laughs> Do you remember the ghost from Harry Potter yeah, 2? Yeah. yeah. She is Babu Frick from fucking Star Wars. That's awesome. Thumbs up guy who wiped C-3PO's memory. That's awesome. Oh my god. Babu Frick was like one of the best parts of that movie. He was the only good part. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Distracted. Continue. Um, yeah, so we're going to record another episode next week. Uh, and get us on track for 2020. It's going to be great. Yep. Super stoked. Super stoked. Super stoked to see Little Women. Me, Yeah, so we're going to watch that before we record. And then we're going to talk about that for an hour and 25 minutes. Absolutely. It's the only thing we do here. Pretty much. Or drag oh. something out to over an hour. <laughs> yeah. We sure did. Just barely. Um, anyway, uh, that's all we have for this week. You can find our things on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. There is an Instagram that is updated. Oh, I should do the end of the year thing. Okay, I'll do that. Um, Garbage for our podcast. Yeah, there's a Twitter. It's there. You can find it. Seriously, why are you listening to this part? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can email us, garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com. Go to our website, garbagefirepodcast.com. Uh, sometimes, sometime we might make like, a new t-shirt design, maybe. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that would be cool. That's eventually. the thing we can talk about. I still can't find that goddamn thing. I'm back to November. I will send it to you. Okay, thank you. Um, and, yeah, that's all we have for this week. Uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in that dumpster. In 2020. Meh, 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 meh.